Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tune in iTunes. And, of course, you can find us on the web at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. And making things happen today, yesh indeed, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. I don't know why they're saying it. But they are indeed saying it. You can get a hold of us each and every day at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. And uh, past videos, all sorts of different things. We have all sorts of things happening over there on the web. Brand new app coming soon. Or updated app, as I should say. It's not a brand new app. Just an updated app. If you uh, missed our previous interviews, you can do so. You can get a hold of us. You can figure it out. You can make it happen. You can tell them exactly what the heck is going on. Dollars to donuts. Let's hope they brought the donuts. Who's bringing the donuts? That's what I want to know. And do the donuts have COVID-19 on them? I don't know. You know, 2019 was a big enough piece of crap year that uh, it hung around for two more years. Quite the deal. We are going to go to Rondi, who is going to join us. He is going to join us. We're going to go to him. Hopefully. Randy here. There's Randy. Hello, sir. Well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the big program. How are you? Hey, good. How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. So, uh, Randy, you have a great topic, great subject here today. Tell us a little bit more about it, my friend, and then we will uh, jump in here and chat a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm the head of a uh, a group called U.S. Inventor. It's a nonprofit. And uh, we're fighting to restore the rights of inventors in America. And um, a lot of people don't realize that in the last few years, inventors have lost the ability to stop large corporations from just taking whatever you have invented and patented. Yep. yep. And i got to tell you, it has a lot to do with big, with big tech, which a lot of us are thinking about right now. So uh, how did you guys... Uh Give, give us a little bit more details on this. How, how did you guys uh, start this out and yeah. arrive at all this? And uh, just, just give me some details here. You're the expert, my friend. Yeah. 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 So, so you know, I'm an inventor. I have a few patents. N- nothing that's made it big. But, but like with a lot of inventors, you know, you, you work on various things, and hopefully one day you, you invent something that's really valuable. And... Um, but if you invent something really valuable, it's very likely that it will be at odds with some big corporation or several corporations that that didn't think of it, and it's something that could uh, disrupt what they're doing a little bit, right? Yes, <laughs> you, you <think> about, <laughs> very and, much. You know, so. Really, really important. 
yeah, really important inventions uh, are disruptive to large vested interests out there uh, because typically the great inventions come from one or two individuals in a garage or somewhere, uh, not the big corporation. Because the big corporation may have started that way. Very often they started with a disruptive startup and a great patented idea. But as they become large, what happens is they, they have to focus on their current streams of income. They can't think outside of the box because they would actually they could invent something that would put them out of business, <laughs> you know. So, uh, I mean, it would start a new business, but it would put out a business what they already had. So what has unfortunately been the case for a number of years is that large corporations have been trying to weaken uh, our patent system because, you know, they, they want to make it so they can't be sued for patent infringement when they're guilty. And, and that's a real problem for America because what America is built on and had, has been for 200 years is the fact that if you're, if you invent something and you patent it, no matter who you are or how little money you have or how little status you have, if you have a patent on it, you're supposed to have something. You're supposed to have ownership of that thing. Yeah. Nobody yep. else can just take it without your consent. Now you can sell it to them or you can license it, but they can't just take it. And, in fact, you might want to build, have a startup that competes with them, and they still can't take it. They have to out-innovate you, which is the way it should be. Yes. Um, yes, very much so. That, you know, for many years, yeah, and for many years, corporations have tried to weaken the system. Well, it all came to a head when big tech got involved. Now, you know, big tech has this uh, a much greater ability to uh, push a narrative, you know, to, to get a, a narrative out there in the airwaves, right, with uh, – social media and with the internet and so they have much more power than uh, typical corporations of the past and honestly um, what it, what they were doing in trying to weaken our system is make it so that they do not have to face disruptive competition and that's what they did they got laws passed that totally did the trick made it impossible for, for the little guy to, to stop them from taking something patented virtually impossible and enable big tech then to be able to get larger and stronger and more monopolistic because they don't have to face real competition the way yes. they exist. Yes, we have got a uh, tremendous guest with us today. Randy joins us here on a broadcast. He's the president of U.S. Inventor, and uh, it's a rights advocacy group, and uh, he himself is an inventor with three patents and is a uh, former president and current board member of the Tampa Bay Investors Council. He now is using his association with investors and inventors across America to enable a grassroots effort to restore the rights of inventors in America. So uh, you say that big tech has basically taken control of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. How did they accomplish that, and what advantages does that give them over would-be competitors. Break it down for us, my friend. Oh, gosh. Um, so, so if you think about it, I mean, look, one of the big problems we have in America is uh, money is, you know, big corporations have way too much power in, in politics, right? Yes. I mean, you know, let's face it, the guys, they're, they're, they, they can hire, you know, teams of lobbyists and they can donate tons and tons of money and, and you know, so big corporations... Way, have way too much power uh, compared to the little guy, the people who are supposed to be governed, right? And um, But big tech in particular, because of their outreach through social media and the Internet and how they're connected to everybody, you know, we're talking Google, Apple, Microsoft, uh, Facebook, uh, Amazon, uh, Intel, huge corporations, right? Um, 
they basically did what a lot of other corporations had tried in the past, but they just did it more successfully. They were able to convince our lawmakers that there were problems with our patent system that needed to be addressed, and they came up with uh, narratives that were uh, reasonable, sounded reasonable, and they basically sold everybody on getting legislation passed. A, a particular bill was one passed in 2011 called the America Invents Act. And what this bill did was it created a, an easier way to invalidate an existing patent, right? Wow. And th- what, what Congress was so- well, yeah, what Congress was sold, you see, prior to that, if someone wanted to invalidate your patent or any kind of patent dispute was, was done in a real court. Yes. Where you have a jury. Oh, let me tell you something. You want to have a jury if you're in some big battle. <laughs> um, and a real judge, you know, a, a lifetime appointed judge who, who is not going to be uh, too biased, hopefully, but, but they're not an employee of someone. They're, they're actually, you know, able to be independent and a lot of due process. And, you know, there were battles that took place many over, over the years. And, uh, you know, there, there were some cases where a patent uh, should not have been issued, you know, and, and they would get invalidated. But what, 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 what big tech and other big corporations did is they, they came up with this narrative that, you know, this is a problem that's way bigger than you realize. They kind of made a mountain out of a molehill. And they said, we need an easier, fair, uh, you know, cheaper, faster, but fair alternative to district court. And what they created was an administrative court that has no jury, that has very little due process, that doesn't have a real judge. It has a three, um, Individuals who are like corporate attorneys, and it's very. It's, That's it's, good. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but basically, in, in, in some cases, in some cases, some of these uh, quote judges actually have uh, you know previous uh, relationships with the very same corporations that are trying to invalidate your patent. <laughs> of course <now>. they <laughs> do. Of course <laughs> they do. I mean, it's, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. But and they actually invalidate eighty-four percent of the patents that go through that process. Eighty-four percent. And you're talking Good about Lord. that have been that have that have gone through the full process. You know, it's not easy to get a patent, and it takes a few years. And the patent examiner is a highly skilled and trained, and has huge experience. And they look at everything, and and you have to go back and forth. And when they finally grant the patent, you've gone through some work. Yeah. And what happens at the at the uh, this administrative court, which by the way is called the Patent Trial and Appeal Board, which is also called the PTAB, uh, there you have these judges who basically don't have nearly the experience of the examiners, and they look at the, they often look at the same information that the examiners look at, and they say, well, we, we don't think uh, a patent should have been issued on this, and boom, suddenly it's invalidated. And that can even happen after you've gone through real court and had your patent with a jury and everything else, had your patent validated. Then you go to the PTAB, and they say, well, we don't think it's valid. They invalidate it. And this is... Uh, <laughs> Wow! I mean, think about this. Think about the Wright brothers and all the all the great inventors in the past in America. I mean, look, part of what was driving them and driving people to come to America. Look, Tesla came to America because America had the patent system, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and 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 this is what encouraged. I mean, look, I, I got to tell you, it was totally revolutionary what was created in America with our patent system. The, the, the way it worked elsewhere is, you know, a king might grant you uh, exclusive rights to something, right? Or if you were rich in England, you could be an inventor and dabble with stuff like that. But what America said was, hey, let's say that the, let's say that the common person, no matter who or she, who he or she is, no matter if they have any money or uh, 
you know, knows anybody in power or whatever, whoever they are, if they invest something that's novel, never been done before, and they can patent it, they can own it and do something big with it. Yeah. And that was revolutionary. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what really made America, one of the things that, that's made America so different than the rest of the world. Um, honestly, I, I think that had we not had this patent system that drove us to being the most innovative country in the world uh, for 200 years, had we not had that, I'm not, perhaps the, the term American dream might not have even been coined. We have got a tremendous, tremendous guest uh, joining us today. So h- how do how do we uh, how do we fix this? How, 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 where, where, where can we send people, my man? Oh, listen, I'm glad you asked that. So, so this is a grassroots effort. Because look, it's David versus Goliath. It, it, it's the yes. team of people like myself, and we're connected to inventors all over the country. But honestly, it's an effort. You know, we're we're going against uh, the, the most you know, uh, financially powerful companies in the world. You know, they're bigger than most nations. <laughs> and so the thing that we need most is people who care about this issue, who, who, who let their representatives know that, hey, this is important. Um, but one way you can very easily get involved is if you go to our website, it's usinventor.org, okay. inventor.org, and sign our inventor rights resolution, Okay. And if you're not an inventor and you don't have patents, just don't check the part that says you have patents. But whoever you are, if you're, you know, you're a voter, you're, you're in somebody's district uh, as a constituent, and when we go to meet with that representative or senator, we can say, look at all these people in, in, who, are, who are your voters, your constituents, who care about this. And, uh, and so in addition to the inventor rights resolution, and definitely I encourage everybody to sign it and, and tell your friends about it, it's important. Um, but also, we are working to get a bill uh, passed that will restore the rights of inventors. It's called the Inventor Rights Act, and uh, we're going to have to reintroduce it in a new Congress. And again, it's going to be a matter of uh, you know getting this support so that we can get uh, senators yeah. and representatives yeah. behind it. So yeah, definitely to your listeners, I say this is this is we're trying to bring back a key part of America that people don't even realize has been destroyed. And it's been destroyed by these huge corporations that don't want to have disruptive competition, which is the thing that is needed to keep to keep them from becoming monopolies. Yes. Yeah. There, there, there used to be uh, a, a long, long time ago in a, uh, in a far-off land, there used to be uh, something <laughs> called monopoly laws. And... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would almost assume that uh, somebody somewhere paid somebody off, and we don't have them anymore. But uh, <laughs> that's yeah. usually how it starts. Yeah. Well, so. Well, you know, there were, there, were, there were discussions in Congress about you know trying to break up these big companies, but the, the easy way to do it is to to have innovators who are uh, empowered to innovate like they used to be, so that you actually can then have some real competition. Uh, you know the best the best innovations come from the little guys. They don't come from the big corporations. They come from a couple. Of, in fact, I'll tell you something interesting. Um, yes. Yes. In 1998, Bill Gates was interviewed. This is when Microsoft was at their height of power, and the interviewer asked Bill Gates. Uh, uh, said he said, "What worries you the most in business?" And he thought Gates would say something about Oracle software or something, and Gates immediately said something that basically he said, some guy, somebody in a garage 
inventing something I hadn't thought of. It's always outside, baby. Yeah, but that guy or girl in the garage, um, that invention is only as valuable as that patent can be defended. And that, that's why we have patent rights are supposed to enable you to, it, it's supposed to be your property. You know, it's supposed to be like a property right. And yes, indeed. And that's what we're trying to, to restore. So to your listeners, definitely go to usinventor.org and sign our inventor rights resolution. And, hey, if, if, if you want to really help us, call your U.S. representative and say, hey, I think you should get behind the Inventor Rights Act. This is uh, American Needs Inventors. Well, uh, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's ingenuity and it's, and it's technology and all these things that have helped make uh, – you know, really make America great, and uh, it's it's being stomped out by by both sides, the the Democrats and the Republicans. They 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 uh, they they all know how to take a check, and uh, <laughs> you yeah. you you've proven yeah. that here today, well, my man. <laughs> it, 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 it's actually, you know, it's interesting. Our issue is one of the few that's actually pretty bipartisan. Yep. Um, yep. We, we can look. I can I can talk to any office. And unless, look, if, if they've got big tech in their district, you know, a big employer in their district, well, that's a problem. But otherwise, uh, oh, they get it. They realize. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle. In fact, uh, in the bill, uh, in our this past Congress, our two lead sponsors were about as far apart politically to the right and to the left as you can get. And uh, yet they were both together on this issue. So this, this is a key issue, and it, it can... It, it can really well, at least together, at, at least at least we found uh, one group that uh, is 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 not on the take. So uh, at least at least at, le- le- at least you found a couple people who who, who weren't on the take. So congratulations, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I and I may be I may be even I always I've been called a little bit too optimistic and maybe a little naive, but honestly, I think. Um, Yes, there there is corruption, absolutely. Oh, but yeah. uh, I still think there are enough honest uh, individuals uh, in Congress for us to do the right thing, and that's what we're fighting for. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Well, uh, I definitely want to chat with you a little bit more down the road. Keep us updated on all this, my friend. This, this is definitely a tremendous conversation, and I'm glad we had it today here on the big program. Well, thank you. I, I thank you for having me. I'd love to come back. And uh, one last time to your to your listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Go to usinventor.org US and uh, sign our resolution and help us help us uh, you know help us restore the American dream. I really thank thank you for it. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being on with us. All right. Thank you. Thank you, my man. There he goes. And uh, we are going to take a time out. When we come back, we are going to do Moa. You can get a hold of us at JiggyJaguar.com. Yes, J-I-G-G-Y-G. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.